Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 141. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, what's that next great idea you have? It's time to take powerful action. And step one is setting up your website. I've created a seven-minute tutorial that walks you through acquiring your domain for free all the way to your first post. Go to eofirewebsite.com to access this great tutorial, your free domain, and much more. That's eofirewebsite.com. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Priscilla Stefan. Priscilla, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, John, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Priscilla is a certified healthy living expert who helps successful women in business and companies worldwide cultivate a customized culture of wellness that fits their unique needs, goals, lifestyle, personality, and philosophy. Both practical and holistic in her approach, she helps her clients find a sweet path to wellness without diets or deprivation. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Priscilla, but why don't you take a minute, tell us a little bit about you. We want to get to know you personally, and then take another minute and tell us about your business. Absolutely. I'd be, be delighted to, John. Great. So like many women in America and probably across the world, I have been or I was at war with my body since age 13. I yo-yo dieted for over 20 years. I was a chronic emotional eater and having high powered Stressful jobs in corporate America only triggered more endless yo-yo dieting that led me miserable, feeling fat, ugly, and just dissatisfied and unhappy with my life. Uh, a few years ago, I worked at two top investment banks. I was fired from the last one very in a very humiliating way and I had to find a way to find my own wellness in this world because I was feeling terrible. I had like 9 a.m. visions of tequila shots and I don't drink because I was so unhappy. I had no business being in an investment bank and I had to find a new path for my life and for my own wellness and that is what I did. And this leads into my career now, which is that I wanted to learn more about my relationship to food. I wanted to not be obsessing about calories and counting points and all that stuff. And so a friend introduced me to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, also known as IIN, and I became a certified holistic health counselor slash health coach as we go by. And I revolutionized how I saw my body, my relationship to food, the foods I ate, and I wanted to help other people do the same and to pay it forward. And then I started Sweet Path Wellness, Inc. And today I help women worldwide find a sweeter path to wellness without diets or deprivation. And also companies create cultures of wellness so that their employees don't have to have 9 a.m. visions of tequila shots like I did either. <laughs> <laughs> well, Priscilla, I really look forward to delving more into that later. And 
It being Monday morning at about 8 a.m. as we're recording this, those 9 a.m. tequila shots are hitting a little too close to home. So <laughs> let's move into our next topic, which is the success quote, because yes. we love getting that motivational ball rolling here at Entrepreneur on Fire. And I know you have a great success quote for us, so take it away. Absolutely. There are many, right, John? But the one I want to share today with everyone is from Henry Ford, that if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you're right. I love that quote for so many reasons. It really hits home with entrepreneurs and our mindset. But take it down to the ground level. How do you actually apply this mentality to your life? It's 90% psychology in business and 10% the action. And so the key in application here is to really mindfully manage my thoughts daily and really, really be attentive to the triggers. For example, if you had a really bad day, a client, you know, dropped out, a deal didn't go through, something happened or you got a nasty email, then it's about really learning how to manage your thoughts and your perspective so that you don't get stuck in a negative mindset that can really just kind of spiral you out of control and take you away from the success that you know that you can achieve. It is totally about mindset. And Open the window up. How have you actually applied this to a situation in your life? Oh, my goodness. I've, I've done this um, multiple times. I mean, even, you know, in the project that I will be sharing about a little bit later, the healthyentrepreneurevent.com, I really was stuck so much and I can't do this. I don't have, you know, this great support person to help me work on a, this big project. But then, you know, I just talked to a friend of mine and she said, you know what, Priscilla, I know you can do this. You just got to believe that you can and you will succeed. And in that moment, it was just like, absolutely. And then I just, I have a vision board. I have quotes that are around me that are success quotes. And I also say affirmations so that they keep me on track and really focusing on 90% of the time on the solution to a problem and only 10% on the problem itself. I was wondering why you were so good at the success quote, but now it's obvious. <laughs> it is? <laughs> so Priscilla, we're going to use that to transition to our next major topic, which is failure, which are challenges and obstacles that us as entrepreneurs face over and over again in our journey, because that's what makes up the journey of an entrepreneur. It's how we deal with these that actually define us as entrepreneurs, as people along this journey. So take us back to a time when you just failed or when you just came up against this obstacle that you really had to dig deep to overcome and then share with us how you overcame that obstacle, that failure. Yes, absolutely. Well, it was, I, I think it was about 2005, and I was about three and a half years into my first business, which was importing fashion accessories from Brazil. I'm originally from Brazil. Wow. And it was not going well. I started the business from scratch. I had to learn the Brazilian side of the fashion industry and the U.S. side of the fashion industry. I knew nothing about either. I had zero knowledge about business, but I had this amazing little fantasy world in my head that maybe some initial first-timers have, which is, I'll go into business, I'll make a ton of money, I'll succeed, and then I'll kick my nine-to-five job to kingdom come, and life will be fantastic. <laughs> and... Um, it was not fantastic, and I didn't understand so much of the financial aspects of it, and also just I had no business being in the fashion industry. And really what happened in this failure was that I think the big lesson here for me, and I know this is kind of down below, is that 
I really associated my self-worth to my ability to succeed in that business because up until that point, I hadn't really failed miserably at anything. So it was a huge blow to my ego, to my self-esteem, and everyone knew that I was doing this business. So if I, quote unquote, failed, everyone would know. And then they would think I was a failure. And then life was just over as I knew it. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was a horrible time. And I put all my energy. And I always say that I left that first business financially, spiritual, and emotionally bankrupt. I wasn't financially bankrupt per se. But I had used probably about $50,000 from my parents, all the money I had. And I was just, just wiped out. And I had no life because I decided to sink all of my efforts into that business and trying to make it succeed because I just, it was like survival. I had to prove that I could do it because I need to prove that I would not fail at anything. And when I did, I just, I went into a depression and it took me probably about three to four years to actually get out of it. I went into therapy. I had to change careers. I moved out of where I lived and I moved back to New York and I was lost. I felt like, my gosh, I've put all of my energy into this. It has failed. I feel like a failure. People probably are judging me and thinking I'm an idiot. Meanwhile, they weren't because they were actually surprised that I even took the chance to do something crazy like that. And then um, it took me five years. I, I changed careers for a while. That wasn't ideal. And I just, I was just waiting again for an opportunity to possibly be an entrepreneur again. But I was terrified that I was going to, it's almost like when you date, have a really bad breakup and you're like, I'm never going to date again. And I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to go into business again because this is too hard. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to fail. I can't do this again. But, you know, time does have a way of healing things. And, um, and after a lot of in- introspection and self-discovery, later I, um, I did Tony Robbins Mastery University, yes. and, uh, which was amazing. That's why I use a lot of his quotes sometimes. And I really went on an incredible path to find my own self, my own self-worth, and to reclaim my self-esteem more than I had ever done before, because I really wanted to show up as a whole human being who was not carrying around the baggage from the past that was no longer serving me. There were lessons I had to have learned and the result is that I applied those lessons from the past into my current venture um, that is actually a lot more suited to me than the first one was. So it was definitely a horrible time. I don't wish it upon anyone, but the truth is that I overcame it because I became a much more whole person as a result. Absolutely. And I just love how it seems like you have fell into your authentic self, what feels right, what is right. And it just is a shining example of how important it is to really follow your instincts, follow your gut and do what feels right. And we're going to delve more into that later. But before we do, Priscilla, we're going to move into the next topic, which is the other end of the spectrum from failure, from obstacles. And that's the aha moment. That's when that light bulb just goes off and you say, wow, this is actually going to resonate. This is going to be something that's going to work with me, Priscilla. I just know it. So take us back to a time when you experienced one of those moments and how did you take that moment and turn it into success? Absolutely. So I had been fired from the the lovely investment bank and I was completely lost. And 
the aha moment came around that time when a friend introduced me to IIN. And I realized in that moment that I had certain gifts that I had been neglecting that really did serve other people, meaning counseling, meaning listening to people's problems. Everyone comes to me for advice. And I thought, well, what if I could really just naturally use the gifts that I use every day, make money from it, support other people? And what if this didn't have to be so difficult? And that was kind of the aha moment that I could actually do something that was really aligned with me, that would serve other people, and wouldn't be as as heavy or as charged and as difficult as my first business was. And so I went from having been fired from a really cushy job to no vision of what I wanted to do, and then starting a nutrition school three months later, and uh, starting Tony Robbins about two months later, about a year of traveling, I ended up in Fiji and all over the place. And I said, no, I can do this and I'm ready to be an entrepreneur again. And you know what? Part of it too, John, was that I had to own that I loved being an entrepreneur. And yes. even though I hadn't been successful at it before, there was something in my blood that just was calling that I love it so much. I love business. <laughs> No, I love that, Priscilla. And I'm going to share something right now because we've just had such a parallel experience on so many levels. And for me, my aha moment was really when people just kept asking me over and over again, like, John, Entrepreneur on Fire is great, but like, what are your goals? What are your visions? And one day I had MJ DeMarco from Fastly Millionaire on my show. And he said, John, if you want to make millions, you need to inspire millions. And to me, that just really resonated because that was the true vision of Entrepreneur on Fire was to inspire millions, was to help millions. And this platform, this podcast that is now being downloaded over 100,000 times a month in over 100 countries is really starting to snowball and to fulfill that vision on certain levels and it just continues to do so. And it just is so obvious that you, when you finally found that that was your calling, your purpose was to reach out and to inspire people and to, and to help them, that it just fit in with your authentic self. So you were able to find that through the valleys, through the highs, the lows, the roller coaster of being an entrepreneur. Priscilla, have you had an I've made it moment throughout this journey? I think I'm still relatively new in my business to think I've had an I've made it moment. But but on the other hand, John, it all goes down to what do you define success to be, right? Exactly. Because it is a journey, right? So I've had a few I've made it moments. Believe it or not, I almost began to cry a few moments ago because I'm like, I'm on your show. This is a really cool moment for me. Nice, uh, Priscilla. And for me, what I what I call it and I've made it moment is a moment when you're in total sync with your life with your purpose and helping other people and so I've had many and I have them many days when I talk with clients when I'm on radio when I'm writing a blog post so for me and I've made it moment is when I feel totally in sync with my life like I am on track I am on purpose I am serving a lot of other people and like you said I'm inspiring and healing myself and others, which is actually the life purpose that I came out of a Tony Robbins event with, is like my goal is to inspire and heal myself and others, starting with myself first, because we have to be at a place where we're ready to be full enough to help other people. No, Priscilla, you've had a journey because you've experienced the lows, you've experienced different highs, you've experienced these gaps of just not really knowing 
where that journey was taking you. And so it's so much easier for you now to just appreciate these milestones that you're hitting along the way. And, you know, again, I like to use the word I've made it because I always just love to hear the responses of the interviewees because some people just interpret it so differently. And that just really sparks great tangents and great conversations. For me, it's always about the journey. It's about really enjoying those special milestones that you're hitting. And, you know, it was very touching for me that you mentioned one of those being Entrepreneur on Fire. And I think that's so important that you are taking a step back and really appreciating moments like this and other moments in your life when you're really connecting with, even if it's just one person on a one-to-one level, because that one person you're really impacting their life. But not only that, you're giving them the opportunity, the confidence and the potential to potentially get out there and impact tens of hundreds of thousands of other people's life that really that butterfly effect that you can really have by just impacting one person. So I definitely commend you with what you're doing, Priscilla. It's very obvious to me hearing you talk about your experiences, your journey and where you're at right now, that you are fulfilling your authentic purpose. And that's just a great segue into your current business, what you have going on. Talk to my audience, talk to Fire Nation for a little bit now about a couple things that are just really exciting you in your business right now. Oh, yes, John, indeed. I've had some friends kind of say that I'm on fire lately. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I actually love that. And that's because I have assembled in a really special project. It was a real labor of love for over six months. And it's called the Healthy Entrepreneur Event. Dot com. Nice. And I've assembled 24 real experts in the areas of health and business that really exemplify what it means to be a healthy, successful, and fulfilled entrepreneur. Because as you had heard from my initial first business, I really ended up burned out, miserable, unfulfilled, disappointed, and a wreck. So I know that even for myself again, It's very tempting to try to do it all and to work seven days a week and to not have a rounded out life. So these experts really show you the inner and the outer game of what it means to be successful and they share their best strategies, insider tips and best practices to show you from the health side, from the body and the wellness side, but also from the business strategy, marketing internet side of things, how to be successful, healthy, and probably more importantly, John, fulfilled. Because what's the point of you making six, seven figures if either all that money keeps just going on back to your business and there's nothing left for you, or there isn't much of you left for you or anyone else by the time you get home and you're exhausted. Well said. (laughs) So yeah, it's the healthyentrepreneurevent.com. It launches January 28th through February 4th. It's a free online event. Anyone can go to the healthyentrepreneurevent.com and register. And even after, if they're listening to this podcast after that, they can still go in and for a small upgrade fee, have access to all the 24 recordings and almost $3,000 worth in bonuses that people will get. It's about giving, right? And helping people, John. Absolutely. And can you just get a little more into it and share with us some of the other entrepreneurs that will be participating in the program and exactly what they'll be contributing? Oh, absolutely. Um, We have um, Carrie Peters. She has already got a multi-million dollar business helping wellness entrepreneurs uh, find their, uh, find, create the businesses of their own dreams so that they can help more people. Uh, She's going to be talking about having a mindset of, um, 
I mean, a mindset of success and really looking at your money story and how that's getting in the way. We have uh, Nisha Moodley, who uh, is going to be talking about having a life of freedom and how your business really should be a reflection of the lifestyle that you want to lead. We're going to have uh, Christina Dunbar talking about igniting the badass in your life and in your business so you stop being such a good girl and you actually really break out and have a life that you love. Um, I mean, we have someone, Rhonda Wader, talking about intuition, about the importance of really paying attention to your intuition in business. Because, John, I'm sure that it's not just a woman's intuition. Guys have intuition, too, when you feel like, oh, something's not right, and you should not, you know, make a decision when your intuition tells you no. Um, and we have um, also Barbara Wade, who's going to be talking about how to really have empowering sales conversations that are authentic and get your prospect to say at yes with a lot of ease. And another one is Holly Thompson. She's going to talk about nutrition and food as the way to fuel your life and your business when you discover your nutritional style. And there's so much more um, as well. We really look at so many aspects of your life and your business, and especially Tina Forsyth, who I'm going to talk about a little bit later, who is all about systems. Because I, John, am all about fulfillment. You have to be fulfilled in your life and your business. Otherwise, what's the point? And Tina really shows you how in her our talk, how to create systems and to delegate and to automate in your business so that there's more time for you to enjoy your life and to let your business do its thing so you're working smarter as opposed to working harder. Wow. That is a must-attend event, Priscilla. I can just hear your passion coming through on it. I know a lot of those different entrepreneurs and just what they put into their business and how they are just fulfilling their authentic self as well. I mean, that's just incredibly exciting. We're definitely going to be linking that up in the show notes for a direct link to that event. A lot of great things going on there. And Priscilla, you just have a great event coming up right here in the present that I know you're totally focused on. But Do you have a vision for the future of where you want Priscilla Stefan to be going from this point forward? Yes, it goes back to our mission, John, of being an inspirational people, right? Um, I certainly, my vision for my company is that I be able to reach a global audience. I love public speaking. So I would really like to be inspiring young women and women business owners in particular. Um, men can certainly be included, but my focus is on Yay. women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys are great. Um, And I would love to do a lot more public speaking in women's business conferences. Also working more with companies and consulting with them to help them develop their own wellness cultures. Yes, so needed. So that they're working smarter, not harder. They're more creative. And really, John, what I'm about is helping people and companies develop a different paradigm where health is the foundation for business success and fulfillment. It's a part of the equation. It's a key business strategy. That is what I'm about. And as a result, people embark on a sweeter path to wellness and success as opposed to running themselves ragged at the end of the day. So my vision really is to be speaking on global stages, talking to to influential business leaders, talking about the power of wellness and helping people have more fulfilled, happy, productive lives, doing work that's really more aligned with them so that they avoid those 9 a.m. tequila shot visions, John. They're not cool. (laughs) I love how it's coming back to the tequila shots again. It's just a great image. It's a great segue to... The next round, which is my favorite, the lightning round. And this is, Priscilla, where I get to ask you a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? 
I will do my best, John. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The first time it was insecurity, fear, and lack of money. And the second time, which was this time around, was really not yet knowing what field I was going to be going into, like in this case, nutrition and wellness. So that was what was holding me back. It was just sometimes not knowing and not believing in myself. What is the best business advice that you ever received? Just ask. Just ask. I'll tell you, that has really worked out extremely well for Entrepreneur on Fire. I get so many people every single day when I'm at conferences or just via email saying, John, how do you get these great guests on the show? Why, why does Barbara Corcoran, Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, why are all these people taking time out of their busy, crazy, hectic schedules to come on Entrepreneur on Fire? And I say, well, I ask. And it's sometimes really that simple, isn't it? It is, because here's something a business coach told me, John, and and I know you agree with me, which is that if you don't ask, the answer is a definite no. (laughs) It's a definite, I definitely agree with that. (laughs) And if you ask, at least you've got a 50-50 shot of succeeding. Oh, because it's either going to be yes or no. Or a maybe call me back later, you know, which is still maybe in the 50% of the yes. And do you know how I got each of these 24 people to get on? I just asked that simple. And I even asked you. So here I am. So it works, people. (laughs) (laughs) So Priscilla, if you could only choose two websites to obtain all the information that you need to succeed, what would they be and why? I love magazines and websites that talk about business. And I love entrepreneur.com and I love Fast Company because they inspire me on a daily basis. They expand my ability to think about what's possible, to be more creative. And I get that juice like running through my veins when I see other people doing it, succeeding, going for it, and having the courage to stay in the game. So that's why I love it. And I always get people saying, John, you do a daily show. Aren't you going to run out of potential guests? And I say, when's the last time you've seen Entrepreneur Magazine or Fast Company? Every time those magazines come out is just a plethora of amazing potential guests for my show. Yes. And you know what? Even the people that are not yet entrepreneurs, there's already a seed of entrepreneurship within them. So they're going to be budding entrepreneurs before we know it. So there's an endless supply of entrepreneurs in the world. And that's an amazing thing. (laughs) Endless is the correct word. And I'm going to have to throw in Inc. Magazine just because we just recently had Eric Schoenberg, the editor-in-chief of Inc. on Entrepreneur on Fire. So he's a great guy and they're doing great things as well in that area. Absolutely. It's amazing. I love those people. Thank, bless them for their work. (laughs) (laughs) So Priscilla, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? My resources are probably the common ones that most people use, but they work for me, John. I love my iPad too. I carry it everywhere I'm on the train running around in Manhattan or in meetings or in between meetings because it just gets me connected to just the internet. And I just love Facebook because I cannot tell you, like I do a 10 day eat clean whole foods challenge. And I got over 350 people to participate just by having people to share about it on Facebook. One person shares and it's like a snowball effect. So Facebook works. I mean, I'm still getting, you know, learning about it, but I love Facebook. It's, it's, it's cool. You have to manage how much time you spend in there, but if you're strategic, I think it can be a great resource. It's a great resource and a past guest that we've had on the show, 
Amy Porterfield does FB Influence, Facebook Influence, and just puts out some free webinars and unbelievable materials that are just great for anybody who's looking to get into Facebook in that kind of area. Because building the community is incredibly important, and Facebook is an incredible place to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, John, I, I also have um, some work that I do that I share with people, the seven healthy habits of highly successful entrepreneurs. And why we don't really have time to get into that now, the seventh healthy habit is actually the importance of creating a like-minded, supportive community yes. of other entrepreneurs because we're not alone. We feel alone a lot of the time and we need to be around our people. So true. We need to be around our people. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Priscilla, if you could recommend a book for Fire Nation, what would it be? Well, I mentioned Tina Forsyth before. She just launched her latest book, which is on Amazon, called The Entrepreneur's Trap. And I just finished reading it over the holidays, and I highly recommend it for any business owner that doesn't have enough systems in place, is feeling a little overworked, and needs help getting some perspective into the systems in their business. Uh, she talks about getting fulfilled, having more time for yourself, and really structuring a business that works for you so that you're not working weekends and holidays and driving yourself into the ground. So The Entrepreneur's Trap by Tina Forsyth. You can get it on Amazon. And um, her website is tinaforsyth.com. And um, she's also one of the speakers at the, on the online event, the healthyentrepreneurevent.com. And uh, it's a great book, easy read. I thought it was not going to be as fun, but it's amazing. And it will get you thinking about how you can systematize your business even more so that you have more time to yourself and for your life as opposed to just being in your business. Quick note, Fire Nation, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com, a gift from Audible for Entrepreneur on Fire listeners. That's eofirebook.com. Perfect segue into our last question, which is my favorite, Priscilla, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Yes. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You love asking these questions, right? Love the, yeah, it. Um, my thought is that I would go to a really nice, quaint cafe full of people, and I would set up my laptop and get a cup of coffee, and I would literally start mingling with people and having conversations with them, getting to know them, sharing about my story and connecting with people because that's what I do best. And I think that people are the most amazing resources we have on the planet. And then maybe I can connect with them on Facebook and Twitter and on social media and start building my online community as well as like one-on-one. -on -one. And by meeting these people, they would share with me other resources, other communities or groups, um, whatever it is that I needed to be growing my business so that I could connect with other entrepreneurs and people that needed wellness help and companies. And I don't know, I always, even when I'm lost, I don't go to a GPS. I go to people and I ask them, where do, what is the best direction for me? So for, for me, people are always the best resource first. So I'd go connect with, with other like-minded people and I just go to a really quaint cafe and, and start talking to them. Priscilla, that was great actionable advice, and you've given us incredible actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, 
then tell us where we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely, John. My biggest piece of advice is to believe in yourself. And if you don't, go get yourself in order first. Do whatever you need to do to clean out any past issues so that you are ready to be the best entrepreneur and to bring your vision to life in the world so that you can help hundreds, thousands, millions of other people get your stuff in order so that you can be the best person in the world. Remember to serve others first when you get really afraid. You know, don't think about your fear. Think about how your overcoming your fear will help other people. And if you would like to learn more about me, my website is sweetpathwellness.com. I work with women entrepreneurs. I work with companies. I work with corporate executives, mothers, women who want to have a life that is really fulfilled and the best life that they can be through a strategy of health and wellness. So that would be it, John. Priscilla, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your knowledge. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, Don. Bye, everyone. Stay happy and well. Fire Nation, are you ready for some more incredible audio? Audible is offering Entrepreneur on Fire listeners a free audiobook and 30-day membership. I recommend Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is a must-listen for every entrepreneur. This offer is for a limited time, so jump on it at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.